What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers Podcast. What's the deal, Panther fans? It's your boy, the professor, a.k.a. Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers Podcast brought to you by... Oh, how about this? Let's redo that since I can turn on my mic now. What's the deal, Panther fans? It's your boy, the professor, a.k.a. Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. It's 9 p.m. on the dot. We're locked and loaded here to talk about the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. Interesting show tonight. There is absolutely nunza, no newza, nothing even remotely to talk about when it comes to current Panthers news. Uh, But we'll do our best to get through and continue the longest-running Panthers podcast out there. You can follow uh, the show at Cat underscore Chronicles on Twitter, Carolina Cat Chronicles on Facebook, and the C3 Panthers podcast on wherever you get your your podcast fix, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify. And since it's just the two tonight, I do want to go ahead and say welcome, Underground West. Joey the Blind Panther, Rio Dub, Tyler Duncan, Chef Jeff, Home Mycology, the greatest Panther fans on YouTube. That's the shout out from our boy Cody Lashney recharging tonight. But it's okay. We got half the crew here tonight. CK in the house. How you doing, my friend? You know, um, doing about as, as good as I think you can expect in the current environment in which we live, man. It's uh I think everybody's starting to get that um, that uh, exhaustion of everything. Like they're exhausted at this point, dealing with all of this. Like the best and family so, relations have been tested. Yeah, the most oh, patient personalities have been fatigued. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and you know, for Cody, just so everybody knows, Cody lost a dear friend of his this past week, and uh, so I think that's hitting him pretty hard um, emotionally, and so. You guys obviously keep Cody Lashley in your in your prayers and 
and your thoughts and you know everything and he's going to try to just recharge this week and be uh, ready to go and you know uh, upbeat and emotional for next week so also the bat daddy out of pocket this week and to the bat daddy's credit i feel like he's a kindred soul of mine who just tries to do so much oh he does he is overwhelmed i tell you i sit there and think how many podcasts has he got four now yeah, four podcasts. Four. He's got a full time job. He's got a family. He's, he's taking got care a, of a pig, a pet pig, and, and now, now he's building a, the barn. A big one, dude. This thing's no Man. joke, homie. This thing is giant and looks great so far. So, uh, Greg, mm-hmm. keep working out there. This is the best time. Keep us updated too. This is the best time to not be worried about uh, the a Panthers podcast. And to our listeners, thank you for worrying about it. Um, <laughs> so what I was going to say is, um, you're right. The fatigue has has set in. I was thinking. I saw some tweets today. Recently, my uh, alma mater, East Carolina, which I live in the college town, I go on the college radio weekly, you know, to or their local radio, but they are a pirate station, but we do NFL on Fridays. And, um, you know, they cut, I think, men's diving and swimming and tennis, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of the, about four programs cut. And I saw today that uh, Joe Person tweeted that, you know, it's sad that Appalachian did something similar. They cut two programs. But I'm telling you, the when you're talking about the fatigue of the situation, CK, is that we might be feeling the social fatigue right now, but the economic ramifications well, of this will be far-reaching. and It will be a long time mm-hmm. before we figure out what they are. No, it's exactly. And, and I don't think people realize how many people were hanging on by the edge. That's right. a they good were point. Those were the those are the ones that are going to go that are going to be um, yeah. extinct. Yeah, and so I mean, you see these small businesses that this is like this is the end. This is this is the the worst thing that could happen to them. Um, and and then you have, as you said, these programs, right? You know, if they were hanging on by a by a thread, as it is, well, this was an easy decision to cut them at that point. I can't imagine what what discussions are happening right now with like arts in in even high schools, right? All right. of these elective classes that at this point in time you can't teach from afar. You cannot teach, you know, theater from afar. You can try, but you can't. Like it's a very difficult thing to do. Art is very difficult thing to teach from afar. You have to be able to be hands on and show the them. The only and way help them. that you don't, you know, there's a free art teaching in the world. It's called YouTube. Yeah. You know, that's but, what that's, people are going to, you know, end up doing. Yeah. But you're right, is that when you point out the types of programs, uh, Tim Tizzy says, do we need swimming, though? And it's, a, it's an interesting question that's probably going to be facing college athletics as a whole. Is that. Do we need football? Yeah, do you like, need I mean, college athletics for a lot period. of these schools? Now, there's some schools where college athletics can be such a draw where it manufactures money. You know, you think of a Georgia, you think of an Alabama. Those programs drive so much, but you're talking about, like you said, the programs, you talk about swimming, you talk about tennis, you talk These are programs that did make money that if they were lucky probably broke even and were carried by big institutions that had a little fat, you know, that could sustain it. 
But yeah. now what you're seeing is that while while this is hitting small businesses, these behemoth of businesses, universities in this case, this case, they're going to have to a lot of them are going to have to redirect. And the question is, is that like the guy said at Furman, they're cutting this like I've heard that name before. I don't know where Furman is. I know like maybe it's just that football and sports won't be at every major use of the, but the flagship mm-hmm. of state universities that can afford yeah. it and some things. But you're right is mm-hmm. that you are seeing this and right right away it's accelerated something that's probably needed to happen or was bound to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't no, know no, what I, else is on the chopping block. If you think about it, I mean, this is just the first of waves, yeah. and it I, and it might not be sports programs, but it could be all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Rio Dubs works at ECU. What's up, my man? Two five two, baby. Two five two. So yeah, shout out to all the people in the chat room. Underground West Trill One, Tyler Duncan, Ten Tizzy. Uh, JB got that juice. Rio Dub. The number's 252-228-5098. So, what could... Can you fathom anything that is eligible to be talked about on a Carolina Panthers this podcast this week, CK? I guess I should have gone and got guests, and we should have manufactured topics on other... with other podcasters who are... Maybe. Or probably in a dearth of news themselves if you're not the bucks right now like a bucks podcast who else who else what do they have to talk about like just tom brady still they've i mean what are they talking about the tournament and how he choked oh yeah what did did you watch any of that no but i just heard about it (laughs) um did he split his pants too someone split their pants and i think it was tom brady you know, I, I'm not a Peyton Manning fan by uh, by nature. It's just like, I, I, I don't dislike him at all. But it's just like he's so likable. It's like off-putting yeah. to me. Um, and I thought that people were so enamored with that field general presence. So I do think that Tom Brady is probably the better, two, is the, I don't know how to say it, more successful, the better, the one I would have picked of the two quarterbacks of that bunch. But I like Tiger, yo. I like yeah, Tiger, no, I so disagree. I was rooting for him, and he actually seemed pretty cool in it. He, uh, so, did you see the meme of Bill Belichick? Yeah, <laughs> with the arms. All chair. those asking if this is the Tom Brady we see after, uh, you know, that's not with Bill Belichick. Is that the one you're up? Um. Ten says he says y'all figure out the games we might hit this year. All right, let's talk. Okay, we'll do that. Let's do that. Uh, we've been we over the schedule. Like no, as that we might actually go to. Oh, dude, uh, this is a tough one, man. I was looking and I was having a hard time figuring it out. Well, let's the find only one. one I'm rem- How about this? Let's find one because I can't remember a season in a long time where I haven't been to a game. There might have been a season that snuck in. God, I want to see. No, I went 2016. I feel like I've been every year since about 08. Yeah. You know, or... The the part of it, I I think, obviously, yeah, we're going to go to a game, period. Like, it's going to happen. Um, It's more just to say... And actually, to be honest, a game where you have zero expectations... 
Like you're just saying this is we're going to this game and we're gonna just in watch it. Yeah. Hmm. If nothing else, it'll be a good getaway. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Hang out with the homeboys. Um, try linking up with Ten Tizzy. Hell yeah! All right, so let's. All right, so we've talked about the games in ad, ad nauseum in the schedule breakdown. So no new news, but just if you're thinking about it, first home uh, Panthers game of the year. Ooh, do we? Uh, is the Oakland. Raiders nine nine thirteen? Or Las Vegas, I guess you should say. Yeah, the Raiders. Hosting the Raiders, first game of the year. Now, this might be an interesting game to go to, to be honest. That, that's honestly the only one I was thinking that I'd be interested in going to. Like, I mean, I, yes, would it be cool to see go and actually see Tom Brady play as a buck? Sure. But then again, like, do I want to see him beat the Panthers? No, I don't want to see him beat the Panthers. We haven't seen him beat the Panthers, you know, in, in, a, in a few years now. It is the greatest, um, arguably the greatest quarterback, you know, but not a lot of hope there. At least week one, you have the potential of saying we haven't lost yeah. yet. Yeah. And and I think that it's that's gonna a winnable high, game. Though. See, that's the thing. It when is, I look at this schedule, I say week one through f- really week one, two, three, and four of the schedule at home mm-hmm. are usually yeah. high. Week, the first three weeks, you know, so I'll, I'll consider the Raiders game. All right, so we'll put that one as our number one game so far. Not really. I guess you get to see Jay, John Gruden, you know, mm-hmm. Hall of Famer there. Um, Hall of Fame coach, I guess that they would say is. And almost a little – do you think he's overrated? I think so. I think I think it's – he had the um, – Took over Dungy's the, team. Well, no, it was – I think what it was too is it's kind of one of these things is like – absence makes the heart grow fonder type of a thing you know people are remembering him in a different way than he was you know yes he has a super bowl under his belt but, but he again, won with a team that wasn't a team that his. he didn't build like yes. it almost felt like he took over right before they started the playoffs <laughs> yeah i know that yeah, wasn't I mean, the case i think he took over that year but it was just Tell like me any other year you feel like he's been successful yeah, is uh, I mean, I guess he had a no. Okay, he kind of built the Raiders up a little bit. I don't know enough about his career to other than that. Is I is I feel he's is his personality is Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. You know the Chucky person. All right, so the Raiders number one. We don't we get back home Cardinals. I don't want to go see the Cardinals. I don't think is that you know. Nah. Is, it would be cool to see. I like a lot of the talent on that team. I nice see DeAndre Hopkins in that, yeah, in that environment. I've seen you him know, before, see how he does. Seen him play. It's really the what's the Murray kid, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, yeah. But I and, don't want to uh, go. Did they get a running back? Who did they get as a running back? I thought they got a good running back too. No, they traded away Steve. They Johnson. didn't have somebody to replace him. Probably. But here's the thing is, you know what I don't want to see is I don't want to go to the first game where Cam isn't in the jersey on the field. I know. And it well, be we have like no hope some, of him being a Panther. He is some, not a Panther, period. But some quarterback who is like all of the, you know, shifty and athletic and throwing it all over. I don't want to see that. I don't want to get, see us get beat by what I th- see as Cam all the time on the field. Rather get beat by, yeah. you know. So the Panthers. Then we can host the Bears. 
you, Which I would could get be excited. the Panthers reunion. Yeah. I mean, a Cam Newton reunion. Yeah. I right? think that was, I've been talking about that point you've brought up since you've brought it up on the podcast, is that if you're really looking at, you know, dominoes falling, it's a possibility. If you hit that, CK, you're a legend. <laughs> like that prediction, if you hit that, you're a legend because that's a really good one. It's one that has a intrigue of Cam Newton, the intrigue of a storyline, but some real chops underneath. Generally, yeah. I would be excited about seeing a team like the Bears because we would be two teams that play similarly, defense yeah. matchup. It's going to be a good game. I think the best thing about that game is if that's a cam reunion, we go. Yeah, but the problem is how how long is it going to take us to know that? You, you don't think that the prices of that game would skyrocket? What if, if we bought Bears tickets now? Yeah, for dirt cheap. And if they don't, if it doesn't happen, we sell them or just swallow the twelve. Bucks. Do a, or we yeah we do that or we uh. We end up, uh, or just going, just, or we end up going, or we uh, we do the giveaway like we did last year. Oh yeah! So circle the bears. Actually, the bears might be my number one right now. Tintezzi says the lions. Also, the problem with the lions is, is I suspect they could be good. Yeah, but I always say about that that about the lions, and they're never good. I, always I think a lot, that happens a lot with the teams that are. It's happened a lot with the Bucks, so that's you know. I guess we'll keep our expectations slightly tempered on that as well. I'm um, not going to I see mean, the we, Falcons this year. Yeah, we no, also got to we also got to concern ourselves with the reality that we may not even be able to go to any of these games. Oh, <laughs> well, dang! Way to bring the whole fucking. I mean, took the, look, Tin Tizzy actually gave us something to talk about, and then you just ruined it. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm just saying we got to also think about the other side of the coin. Uh, well, I mean, that's about it. it. Oh, the yeah. So I mean, if you think about it, it's really the Lions, the Bears, or, or the Raiders, or the Raiders, and the, the Heat for the Raiders is going to be the biggest hurdle. The Heat is going to be killer at that point. All right, so what if we hedge our bets here? I think mm -hmm. the bear. I, I say it's a coin flip between the Bears and the Lions. Okay. I think the good news is is this, is we could buy tickets to the Bears. Mm -hmm. We could give them away if we don't want to go. And then we could go to the Lions game. Because by that point, it's week one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's week ten. Panthers, mm -hmm. by that point, could if they're really bad, we could get those tickets around Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's my dad's birthday, I think. Twenty second. So you're right around Thanksgiving. Nobody's gonna be going to that crap. They would be like mm -mm. one dollar. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah, no, I mean, you're right. I mean, that's the reality. It, depending upon what we're doing as far as, like, uh, record is concerned, I think that would definitely drop. I think I think as the season starts to approach and people are realizing their resale value on their season tickets is not what it was going to be when Cam was there, 
um, I think we're going to see a big drop in the prices too. So hopefully, we'll be, hey, we might even be able to, for the same price we went to the four games we went to last year, might be able to go to an additional two more. <laughs> we could go to the, if you think about it, if we started out 0-4, we could get your four-game package for like a nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. We probably, we could probably get people to pay us to take them at that point. Yeah, uh, Chef Jeff says, and and go check out his YouTube channel, Chef Jeff Home Mycology. He said that they said in the letter to PSL holders that you're right. It is very clear. There's a possibility that um, there, you know, there might not be games, or there be limitations on it. This is probably the best year for the Panthers to suck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What if they won the Super Bowl this year and we couldn't actually go to a game? Like, you had to just watch it. Oh, my gosh. That would be in, that would be unbearable. That would just be the, the Panthers' luck, wasn't it? Wouldn't it? Like, it would be the, the worst year for football that the Panthers actually right, get to and win. none of us get to really be a part of it. No. No, that's that would be absolutely insane if you ask me. Um, so, well, did well, David Tepper know too. the pandemic was coming and plan the whole collapse? Well, I mean, you got to wonder. But here's did what he I eat ask. the bat soup? What happens if we don't have a season next year for the draft? Mm. Do they just go with the same order, or is it like a snake draft? They cannot go with the same order. No. That's not fair. Is for the team no. that was shitty two years ago to get two number one picks. Yeah. Do they do a snake draft then? And I then think you might. The- I think that's when maybe you do the lottery. And I hate a lottery. I hate the idea yeah. of a lottery. I don't want it. But mm-hmm. maybe that is what it is. You take the, the worst teams. I don't know what you would do. And why, why should Miami get a better pick? Than us. Yeah, because you have no idea what they are in relation yeah. to, to each other. Yeah, they have, you almost I mean, need them the to play Madden it, season to figure it out. The other piece to it is that they wouldn't need a quarterback, right? So Tua and Lawrence, they wouldn't need a quarterback for those two teams, right? Who else was ahead of us? You have Stafford, you know, so if they really plan on keeping him, right. I don't know if they go right. with Lawrence. So, But the other part is the I feel like we would got- have more – more of a chance to trade into that number one spot if we needed to, or just let it the fall. People. Oh yeah, because somebody else would because, swoop in. Yeah, you got it. Because trade. somebody ahead of us would probably try to go for it. Do you really, um, really think? Okay, so where are you at in the COVID world? We have open restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's still social distancing things in place. In fact, to be honest, I went to the store recently and I saw more masks than ever. But it was Walmart, and like I think everybody's just sketches AF yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but I still see a lot of people being careful. Do you see things like? I mean, yeah. I know we can't predict if there's like a resurgence about it, but we talked about the fatigue earlier, CK. At some point. When do people, or do you think people just say, like, soldier on? Do you I see mean, it going that, that they, direction, or do you see it I, just kind of plateauing where we're at? I don't think our economy could handle this not us not soldiering on, right? I don't think there is, 
our, our government, you know, you can sit there and try to bail us out as much as possible. But the more you bail us out, the farther we go into a, a, a collapse on the value of the dollar, because now you're just printing money at that point in time. You know, the, the value of the well, dollar. Well, at least so is the rest of the world. Yeah, that's the exactly. only other good news. The, but the problem is, is that, you know, we're the only ones that what what's wrong with our system I don't know if you guys have seen this, and I'm not saying that the numbers aren't bad and that this shouldn't be a problem. I've talked to somebody who has said that they're, you know, well, let me rephrase. I've talked to somebody whose uh, who's good friend had a son who killed himself, and they ruled, ruled it COVID, and they, they were reporting that as part of the numbers. People dying in car accidents are being reported. Like he was as COVID. so depressed that he got COVID. Is that what they tried they're, to they're, argue? You, they're saying that he was he because I don't know if he was COVID positive or not, but they're using that, and the numbers are being so inflated. Also, I don't know if you know this as well, um, and we learned this: the numbers of total people that the positive tests, people are getting tested like four times, right? They'll get tested, and when they get the positive, they'll test again, and then they'll get positive again, and then they'll test again. And until they actually test negative, they're 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 continuing to get tests. And every one of those positive tests counts as one to that clicker that they're talking about within the we U.S. We have to be able to do a better job with managing data. The, the, you know, I mean, seriously. What we like, have that as far as technology insanity. that's available to us, why we have not utilized that technology to the best of our ability is beyond me. Like we should in this day and age have a better opportunity to do these things than we do right now. And what's problematic is that you see these numbers and the problem is, is that then that number can be half of what it actually is. Like that's the reality of it. The, 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 in, in the, the problem is, is that it makes everybody panic. And so now you're sitting here wondering about the NFL. Is the NFL going to actually have games? But you're sitting here hearing these stories of where people are being diagnosed um, with COVID, and one person can count for up to six of those tests. That's mm. the part of it that people don't realize. One person can count for six times a positive test. I don't towards look at that number. Any, I don't look at any of the numbers, but I do just consider this: is that one of the things that's probably what's when you were talking about the devaluation of the dollar, Mm -hmm. the debt. I actually think it's got less to do with us pumping out the checks than the decrease in income for the government that is happening. Yeah. Right? Is that, like, it's not the trillion dollars in checks you wrote. Yes, that obviously is. It's the 9 billion transactions and sales tax for local governments, state governments, the mm-hmm. reduction of income tax, that is where the far-reaching effects of this, I think, when it comes to economics, are going to be hard to for us to fathom. So when it comes to that, though, is put your pennies away for right now. Yep. I say we start, I say we buy tickets to the Bears. Let's do it. We can give them away if... You know what I'm saying? We can reorient if things are going bad and there's no cam and we don't like it. And then Lions being mm-hmm. the fallback plan. So if we're pinching COVID pennies at that point. But see, if you're right. If cam is the is the dude, everybody's going to want to be at that game. Yeah. Did you see that so weird mess? Now. 
did you see the weird mess the Dolphins are doing where they're like going to put up like a drive-in movie theater? <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're going to have to... I like when these big, giant corporations now have to get creative. You know, like they just sucked our money from us without question for so long. And now (laughs) they have to adapt. Um, It it is interesting. All right, before we get into the cat calls, there's only one story. Let me see. I'll go to this. Let's pull up all... We'll just put up NFL.com, which I had up. Now it's gone. Let's see, because I pulled up the schedule. News in the NFL goes like this. There actually is. There's not even been an arrest story this week, from what I've heard. Yeah, that's... <laughs> like, that's how that's how bad it that's is. That's a surprise, because it felt like we got all the arrests in one week, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so top stories on NFL.com. Jay Gruden knows his job to mess with Gardner Minshew. Ooh. Okay, Jay Gruden in Jacksonville. There's a little ECU. Gardner Minshew. Flacco aims to help the Jets be someone Sam can lean on. I guess there's news. Joe Flacco's still in the NFL. Yeah, he uh, signed with the Jets, which was an interesting sign. But I mean, I think it, I think it's mainly to uh, to help Ooh. Sam Darnold come along and be a better quarterback because he has not shown that he is going to be the guy. We've got a story from a former Carolina Panther, Steve Smith, uh, on NFL dot com. Says his top five teammates were Julius Peppers. He puts a tie for Muhammad and Ricky Pro. Mm-hmm. Terrell Suggs played with him. Greg Olson, number two. Wow. High praise. Jake DeLone, number one? No. That's what I thought. That is what I thought. Jordan Gross. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. If that is an interesting list, though. Well, I mean, to be fair, he only played, what, two seasons with Cam? Yeah. But same thing with Greg, too, though. He was only there with Greg for two years. Yeah, 11 to 13. Gosh. I mean, slight, slight to Cam. But here's the deal is that, in fairness to him, is that he also slighted um, DeLome. Not slighted, yeah. but, you know, is that a, it's like, I'm not going to pick he, my quarterback. How about that? If he would have picked. Yeah, that might have been what it is. And he had to pick somebody the from the Ravens. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that also when you think about it, Cam Newton is the reason that Steve Smith wasn't there anymore. Not that Cam wanted it, but Cam is the reason Steve Smith got cut from the Panthers, period. All right. When it comes to – holy cow. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in the history of the Panthers website. The only all right. So here, the the way it's displayed. If I, you know what, I might try to put it up right now. Let me see if I can do that. Well, here, everybody, pull up the panther panthers dot com. The homepage, the landing page is is this is in the spotlight. There's one, two, three, four stories in the bar, like in the main feature. 
Number one, Kristen Balboni gets to know Friesman Jackson. By the way, Friesman Jackson is our wide receiver coach. Story number two, how Friesman Jackson playing days influenced the way he coaches wide receiver. (laughs) Story three, Friesman, is it Friesman or Friesman? Who knows? It's, It's all just digging in the bottom of the barrel. Friesman Jackson's career path in photos. So it was like this, team meeting today. We have nothing to talk about. Let's spotlight Friesman Jackson. Oh, and... How about this? Is that I'm going to say a hard no on this. Is Stephen Weatherly the most interesting player in the NFL? I don't know anything about Stephen Weatherly other than he came to us from Minnesota. A lot of people who I respect think he could be a good player that was sitting behind great players that could be yeah. something special. But yeah. seriously, that's where we're Can at. Can I tell you? My interest level when I saw that and reading that article was zero. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And and actually, it's because any of those they asked any of those. Like it would have I, been kind of awesome if we read an article about Stephen Weatherly and yeah. we were like, this guy is very interesting. But no, it's like, let me try to convince you this person is interesting. <laughs> Hey, yo. I guess it's just me here. No, I'm here. I'm oh, just, I'm eating, and I just didn't want you guys to see me and His hear me. interest level, all right, what is your interest level in Frisman Jackson, Stephen Weatherly, or the sandwich you're eating? Sandwich, for sure. Is it a sandwich? No, it's a quesadilla. Quesadilla. You like the Mexican food, don't you? Oh, my gosh. I love some Mexican food, dude. All right. Um... Okay, there is one. Now that we went through the fake news on NFL.com yeah. and Panthers.com, there was one story, or t- uh, I think it's mm-hmm. from Bleach Report, fan sign it or whatever. We saw a tweet. Mike Tolbert puts out a message, and I'm not even, I don't even have the energy to pull it up. But basically, Mike Tolbert said that the Panthers screwed Cam by the way they managed his injuries. And um, even that is non-news at this point. Yeah, because we've been saying that for years. A billion years. Yeah, I mean, we've been saying it the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. We said it after the, what was it, the 2016 season when they let him play into his injury. Yeah. Until he had to, they had to, he had to, you know, all the way to the very end. And then he got surgery uh, halfway to the 2017 season. Um, wasn't that the season or was it the 20? So 2016, he got the concussions. Remember he walked into the, he tried to remember the, into I remember the, the Falcon, you know, I remember he was the Broncos. Getting, yeah, he was getting headhunted that year. That's when we did the, I stand with cam t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that it was at the end of 2016 when he injured his shoulder, that Tampa, I think so too. Right. So he gets the, the so surgery. I do want to, Maybe even Mike Tolbert, though, has a superficial view of the storyline. Because the real question is, did the Panthers mismanage? Was it all them? Or was Cam also uh, at fault? Yeah, right? So he has the video in this past season where where he was very adamant in public about how he hid 
the foot injury more so yeah. than I suspected. I didn't think he needed to be that much because I felt like we all saw it. But okay, so he really well, fell on the sword there. I agree, but I think also we we forget Cam Newton. I, I almost do you ever remember? And I think it sounds so bad. Do you remember watching The Office? If you've gotten this far into it, and Michael Scott gets called into the office at Dunder Mifflin and they want him to tell him what he's doing right because he is the only branch that's actually doing anything right. <laughs> All right. And so, I so Michael like Scott starts, yes, Michael Scott goes never for any reason under any circumstances ever, not ever. Do you try it? No, no matter what under any circumstance, just kept, keeps on doing that never gets to any subject. And then he cuts to his side like interview that said, Sometimes I start a sentence and I don't even know, I don't even know where it's going. Yeah, like I feel like Cam is like that sometimes. Okay. like he starts a sentence and he doesn't know where it's ending. And I feel so like I I'm a that, lot like that too. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> absolutely, I improvise. Like when I start a sentence, when you guys ask me a question, I'm like, let's roll with it, let's do it. Um, and my brain will just connect the dots as I'm going. And sometimes it doesn't connect. Sometimes it just and doesn't. And the like, wrong dots. Yeah, that's that's it. All right, I'm gonna let you guys go, and you're okay. But that, that was, was odd. But. <laughs> it was very produced. That one was very produced. Remember, he's drinking the brandy, yeah, smoking the cigar. No, this, the one that he was talking about with that was actually he was in his car. Oh, you're talking about when he was on the? Mm, yeah, he was driving. He was, okay. Yeah, he was driving, and like you, you know, because Cam Newton uses words that like when he's uh, when it's his YouTube videos. And the ones that are produced heavily, um, you can tell that he has scripted what he says. I mean, maybe not to the to the T, but he doesn't say the words that he means something else. Like when you see him in his it's after not the, off the cuff, it's not what ad libbed. Yeah. Well, and you can tell because Cam does a lot of the he mess, mixes up words. Like he'll mean one thing and say something else, and we understand what he's trying to say because you know it, it, it fits. But, you know, it, when he's doing his produced videos, you don't see that. Um, and I feel like in that video, I think there were a couple where you kind of feel like, okay, yeah, he's definitely talking off the cuff at this point. So I'm not even sure you could say he's following the sword. I think he is just honestly being candid. But at the same time, I think he didn't realize the gravity of what he was saying. Um, so as we continue, I'm about to show you. I want you guys to let me see. I'm going to pull it up right now. Feature videos. Let me see if I can get this. What I was trying to bring up a little bit with CK is that maybe Tolbert's being a little heavy-handed with that. The I think the Panthers are complicit in so much of this, but when you think about when it goes to camp, it really, he called out this, the timing of when they got in the surgery, when they pulled him from the games. And I think that maybe was something that the coaches – maybe gave Cam a little bit too much leeway. You know, maybe they're bullied by him or some. I don't know. I don't know. But we could tell in Cam's early years, he was certainly... Um, he was certainly scared of the knife. You know, is that maybe the, maybe the, the medical staff was trying to encourage him to rehab. But Cam, for a long time, he always got his surgeries two months late. And if if that's mm -hmm. if anything, the mishandling of the Carolina Panthers with Cam injuries is maybe they let Cam's 
feelings and whatever get in the way too much, which that's kind of messed up when you're talking about somebody's own life and body and health, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of crazy. I think, I think the, I think the stream crashed. No. Are you serious? Yeah. Jeff, Jeff just said it in the, uh, Oh, it says reconnecting on uh, two minutes ago. Well, we might be forced out of here early. Who knows? Gosh, I wanted to play this video, you guys. How do you get it to reconnect? My kids are playing Fortnite. Assholes. <laughs> Let's see. Here it is. You okay. remind me of uh, Patton Oswalt with your your movements and that. Okay. <laughs> Just... All right. So what we're going to do now is earlier you were talking about um, how Cam can be, um, you know, misspeak at times or use whatever mm-hmm. word, you know. And people used to make fun of him. Let me see if I can do this for you window if you do it for me it might mess up the uh way that the stream looks does it yeah because you know how when cody does it all right so pull up the video and don't put the you can you'll be able to hear it from me but um just so you can see the the actions all right so uh, this was, gosh, when did I make this? I made this in 2017, and Cam Newton was on that. We were having a good season. Yep. And I think there were some questions. I don't know <clears throat> what the questions were about. But this is, why? Why is this so hard? Why? That's what she said. <laughs> why, 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 why? Let me see. All right. So what is it? Parody? Should I type in parody in the channel? I am going to... No, just pull up our video. (laughs) Pull up our stream right now. All right, I got it. Just so you can see my face. Let me see. Or you can do the parody. I don't care how you do it. I'm just going to play it just like this. Let's see if this works. Yeah, thanks, Cam. Running game got back on track this week, uh, but you're not fully where you want it to be at. Uh, How do you feel about it evolving into, I don't know, a traditional running attack? That's that's just Panthers football. I mean, uh, Jay Family Guy, Stiggity Stewie, he's he's critical components (laughs) of our game. That's what we do. I mean, what we need to do. <laughs> when you uh, watch the football film of this game, what do you see that you would like to improve? <laughs> you look at the scoreboard. I mean, uh, score. <clears throat> what I want to change. 
I think he said flippity flop. And a couple of point. a weeks ago, you had six TDs, one interception, and that's uh, flopped the other way. What offensively has happened? This is just how it goes. I mean, if I could predictable my stats, I would have flip floppied them. I mean, if it was flip floppied, who knows what the outcome would have been? I mean. If we have won the game, your questions would be flip floppedied. <laughs> and to the earlier question over there, what after I watch the film, what what do I want to do? What different? I'd like to flip floppity the outcome. <laughs> I think uh, a lot of strange things have happened here, Cam. Uh, uh, you know, it's just uh, is this just the way it's happened? I mean, it's oh. a lot of strange oh, things. I do uh, want to point balls, this out. Things. Uh, I think I think I remember the premise of this is that I did the parody is Cam's answers and I think the questions are like really mirrored on based on the, what people have said on the real questions that were asked in that press conference. <laughs> yeah, it was just like so absurd the whole thing. So we'll keep going thing going through that with that. Happening strange. Strange you, things. What do you think strange about things. the strangeness. <laughs> I added that part the strength. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm speaking here as the man in the mirror. Yes, the man looking back at you in the mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Will this press conference end ever at all? It won't. It's all on your shoulders, Kim. I know it's all on your shoulders. I mean, that is what the man in the mirror said to me. <laughs> what will Kale and Clay bring to this passing game? Oh, that was the question. What would Kale and Clay bring to the passing game? You know, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure, Joe. I mean, this guy, he uh, played in the preseason. Uh, he really uh, ain't done much in the NFL yet. And I know, um, and I don't know if you missed it, but I, I played like three snaps in the preseason and none of them with, were with a third stringer. So, you know, when you always talking junk to fans, uh, you guys say, oh, what do you say to them, Joe? You say he's, uh, he's just a minor ad addition. Well... Looks at your man in the mirror. Looks I mean, <laughs> is this guy going to block? Is he going to help me rush the ball? So, you know what I think, Joe? I think he's going to return punts. Can you put <laughs> into perspective all the things that have been put on Christian McCaffrey? What do you want me to put in perspective? All the things put on his shoulders. <sighs> well, I think, uh, I mean, I, I think he put his shoulders pads on his shoulders. Probably put his jersey pants on one pants leg at a time. <laughs> now, they did ask them. That was the question. Can you put him to perspective all the things that Christian McCaffrey has put on his shoulders. And Cam was like, ask him, mofo. 
You know what I'm saying? Like he tried yeah. to answer the question, but it was stupid. These are all questions that were asked of Cam Newton with some colorful additions to it. But the responses are all mirrored on Cam's uh, facial expressions. Yeah, yeah, conference. absolutely. I love, I love the listening sound. <laughs> like, the listening face. Oh, he does it. He used to do it all the time. Right. Just, just lean. I mean, in. he he did probably have to, you know, move from the west coast to the east coast. I'm sure that was a lot to to handle. I mean, that's just that just must be different. I mean, there's no wildfires. It it's it's totally <laughs> flip floppity. I'm flip sure uh, finding an apartment that was <clears throat> a big um, burden on his shoulders. Uh, he probably had to make some new friends, find some new places to eat. He did say this part. Some new clubs to part. go to. Some new ladies to... Man, <laughs> let me stop. He said that. Let that press Man, let me stop. <laughs> well, you want him to stand on the side, on the sidelines at the club? Nah, my man, C-Mac Mizzle. He's got to dance. Christian McCaffrey has a lot of catches. You've been sacked a lot. How do you feel about your goal of getting layups? Do I look like Malik Miggity, my diggity monk? I mean, it's a shot when it's reference for that. It's not my focus. All right. My focus is winning games at all costs. I'm probably getting out of this press conference without losing a damn sponsor. Big <laughs> he lost the Okanoe sponsor. This today. team, Energy Cam. Do you have the wherewithal to make those big plays? Next question. The wherewithal. Actual words. Cam, you've been waking up every day of your life so far. This is not. Do you think words. you can? You have the ability to wake up tomorrow. <laughs> Next question. Cam, you played uh, football at an extremely high level throughout your life, dominating those little dudes in Papuana, crushing it in college, and uh, breaking records in the pros. Mm. Do you think you have the ability to play football? Do you have the ability to play football? your mama went to church on Sunday. Do you think she has the wherewithal to say her prayers before she goes to bed? Next question. Cam, you are a pescatarian. I mean, I didn't know what a pescatarian was until you came along. But do you think you have the wherewithal to remain a pescatarian this week? This week. Next question. All right. Subscribe to the C3 Carolina. That's the old. That's a throwback right there. Let me see if this works. That's yeah. a throwback to 2017. Joey the Blind Panther says Tony is so gay for Cam. He became Cam. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I got a good one. I did a uh, top ten uh, Steve Smith one time, like Dave Letterman style. That one's real funny. All right. <laughs> It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Uh, The number is 252-228-5098. Thank you for joining us on the No News Part 2. 
we had no news part one now we have no news part two and now we will go to no news catcalls so what are your thoughts on catcalling yeah it's pretty you shouldn't do that to somebody and how did that make you feel uh, very uncomfortable so how do you think catcalling makes the person feel it feels good like it feels good yo what up girl I can't call Kim. Hey guys, Joey the Blind Panther. And uh, I was thinking last night, we should make a serious push for Teddy Bridgewater to wear the number 12. Because when we play Tampa, it's the <laughs> TB12. 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 And then we can argue that, well, when we win, because, well, Gronk will probably be injured. If not by week two, <clears throat> probably week five. So when they come to our place, Gronk will be at least one game away still because Gronk's always injured. I'm 100% behind this goal. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers know that. <laughs> uh, we can argue that we, in fact, have the real TB12 and that Tom <laughs> Brady is just an imposter and that Teddy Bridgewater is the real TB12. Two gloves, TB12, TG, TB12. Giselle coming at us, which, I mean, I think would just make us more happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would just be That would funny. make me more happy. But. Skinny. Actually, you know what? She is skinny as all get out. Mm. Oh, and also, we're actually looking at going to the Chiefs game in Arrowhead because oh, wow. I want to go to Every NFL stadium in the league. Oh, that's a great goal. That's and a great goal. we don't play Arrowhead for another eight years, so I'm probably going to go. I was going to go to Washington, but fuck FedEx Field. It sucks. Yeah, it's man. Wait until they County build night. a new one. What a great call there. That's call of the night. In fact, is that if we didn't have one more call, we only have it was one the more. only call. <laughs> it would have been the only call of the night. No, good call, a good call there because... That would actually give us something to do when the Bucks came and played us. Mm -hmm. Is that we could all we talk about? We could all wear TB12 T-shirts. That would be hilarious. Yeah, I'll be honest. That'd be fun. And you know what? Keep up with your goal, uh, Joey, of going to all the stadiums. That's cool. I have a, a cousin that was trying to do that with baseball stadiums, but. Wait for FedEx. Wait for them to blow a bomb on FedEx. From what I've heard, I've never been there. I don't. Yeah, that's say I, all I've heard shittiest. is negatives about. Like they say it's grungy and like it, they say that it's even uh, my uh, one of the guys who the guy we bought the tickets from last year um, went up there. He said it like it's almost really hard to see. Like in in Eric or Erickson in Bank of America Stadium, you can see people across the way and you can almost point them out like i know who that is right you know if, if you're expecting them to be in a certain area he's like it's almost like like pollution makes it hard to see across the field at fedex like it's, you feel like it's a crisp like type of look in in, in bank of america at fedex he said it just feels grungy you can't even see far you're in virginia what's the other um theme park not bush gardens but what is it um, King's Dominion. King's Dominion. I've heard that I, we always go to Bush Gardens. That like it's just yeah. always what we've done. 
and we know you know i don't know why i mean it's not like anything but i've heard that king's dominion is just like the nascar version of bush car like it's just like on pavement it's in the middle of like uh <laughs> like there's no trees there's no nothing that's how I fedex even... is it's just like in the middle of yeah. nowhere just like just yeah. this shitty stadium yeah yeah no i I've really, like I said, I, Kings Dominion, I couldn't really speak to that. Uh, I I think it's been since I was like five since we Their went there. Their roller coasters are long ones, though. That's the difference between them and mm-hmm. Bush Gardens from what I've looked at on YouTube is like the yeah. roller coasters like two and a half minutes long or something. And the Bush Gardens roller coasters are great. They're just like 45 seconds. Yeah, I uh, uh, honestly, it's been a while since I've been to Bush Gardens. I normally get on the care ones, to be honest. Really? Do you like yeah, roller coaster? Are you a roller coaster fan? I am big roller coaster fan. Um, I uh, the reason I do go down to Charlotte is Charlotte's one of my favorite places, you know, and I like staying down in Charlotte, hanging out downtown at the epicenter, um, which I heard is actually going to be turned into office space now. You're kidding me! I heard that, and if you it think about hurt. it, if there's a time to do it, it's in the pandemic of who wants to go to whiskey river the other one was is i like cash grab though why is it why are they doing that there's so many people that go there every night i love howl at the moon but i heard that they're that's the piano bar there i heard they replaced the band and it's not as good anymore i always had a blast going there so yeah that's a sad thing but yeah charlotte's a fun place to go but right now it's like the epicenter speak of epicenter it's like the epicenter of north carolina and covid is Tin Tizzy in Philly? Yeah. No, he, oh he's from God. Jersey. He's from Jersey. Oh. Which he said like Donnie to come sec- up to the next Eagles and Panthers in Philly. Yeah, because that's like eight minutes from him, probably. Oh, is which, it? You know I, what? I will I've do heard that. You do not want to go to Philadelphia as an as a opposing team fan. Oh, yeah. That does suck. But at the same time, I would just say eat that horse shit over there like you guys do. Have you seen that? I've seen Philadelphia Eagle fans eat shit on the internet. Like, they eat shit as, like, a celebration. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's all. We have a uh, – we. Uh, what's really cool <laughs> is we have this guy who who does the Panthers growl and plays uh, – does rapping for the uh, – for, you know, with a little cassette player. Yeah. You eat shit, we'll have a Panthers ground guy. But here is, I will do the Eagles game because, you know what, the cool thing is, uh, CK, is we can take the Amtrak. I can take the Amtrak. I bet you you're close enough to be able to drive to an Amtrak station. Yeah, it's right right down the street for me. It's expensive as shit, the Amtrak. But It's, it's fun, dude. Yeah, it's chill, though. You don't have a car. Yeah. You know, you get to yeah, go we went relax. Up, we went up to... We would go up to D.C. We go up to uh, well, we went back to uh, back in I guess 2009. We went up to New York using Amtrak. So yeah, it's uh not you know it would have been 2012. We went up there. Philly is a great city, man. It's a cool city. It's got history. It's not too expensive. Mm-hmm. You get the public transportation yeah. is legit. So yeah, I'm into that. Is I would, maybe we should just meet in Philly for a weekend, have a guys' weekend. All right, we yeah. got one more cat call, and then we'll get the heck out of here. Paul Cash, how y'all oh, doing? My man, G. Hey, it's not going to be long. This is going to be a quick one. We're not going to play the what-if game 
like I did last week, which I know I probably scrambled a lot of fans' brains with that, but that was on my mind. <laughs> Here's something that I was thinking about, and I want you guys' honest, honest opinion. Okay, we know Teddy Bridgewater is the starting quarterback, which honestly, TB12, like. by the way. I truly do like. I don't care what nobody says. Some people might say that, you know, he came from the Saints. Nah, oh. Terry Bridgewater is okay with me. The question I have for you guys is, honestly, would you start P.J. Walker at number two, or would you go with Will Greer? Me personally, I'm done with Will Greer. Last year was horrible. Was horrible. A boy looked lost out there. Now, P.J. Walker has some NFL experience. And I know everyone, you know, he played for the XFL and everything like that, you know what I'm saying? But he is a pretty good damn quarterback when the right plays are called. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? No, he's not like Steve Young backing up Joe Montana or nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? But give me your thoughts on P.J. Walker. Give me your honest opinion. Yeah. Would you start him as the number two quarterback or would you start Will Greer? And always remember, gentlemen, stay safe with this corona shit and keep pounding. Keep pounding. My man, G. Cavassier, is that asking the tough questions when it comes to Will Greer. Number one, Will Greer is not part of this Panther regime, but he is, right? Marty Herney picked him. Yeah, Marty Herney picked him. um, And that kind of set off red flags for people thinking, okay, is this the end of Cam Newton's tenure? Well, it turns out it may not have been a direct end to his to his tenure, no. but it definitely was. It was. What do they point, call it? Not causal. It was corollary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but here's here's the point, and and I, you know, I get the. I think we all kind of felt that way about you know Will Greer last year after that uh, horrible outing. But you got to imagine this guy, and and we were warned about it before. We were calling for him to at least be in there, see what we have, see what he can do. And there were plenty of callers who said, this is like the worst situation you could put that kid into. And and let's go ahead and throw him into one of the worst offensive lines um, uh, while we, our defense can't stop anybody. So all the, the defenses know that we're doing is throwing the ball. And now all they have to do is try to, you know, basically disguise their coverages and make sure that Will Greer is going to throw the ball to them. That was one of the hardest situations to be put into. Um, and so I'm not ready to just throw the book out on him yet. Do I think he's the answer in the future? No. I personally would prefer to see P.J. Walker do something because I almost look at P.J. Walker as a Jake DeLome type. Jake DeLome was signed off of the European League, yeah. right? You guys forget Good that. Point. I mean, this Good guy point. was not a – I mean, like, maybe did their play not be similar to each other, but they're – Correct. But what I mean is the story. The, yeah, like, their ascendance. The, the rise. I mean, PJ Walker wasn't given a shot, and when he was in the XFL, yes, against B level players, he he just destroyed lives. Like like when he was out there, he was doing incredible things. Um, hands down, the MVP of the XFL. And you got so a little I would Mike really like Vick in him. Good lord. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm I th- I really do feel like this guy has the ability to do some stuff. I, I've said it from day one of Teddy Bridgewater being signed. I would not be surprised if Teddy Bridgewater is not our starter week one in Oakland. I mean, in Charlotte against Oakland. Um, do I think it's likely? No. But do I think it's possible that somebody else is going to be taking the reins? I think that this is going to be a battle. I think the way Matt Rule handles his football teams is you have to fight for a starting job. 
And if Teddy Bridgewater comes in and he is not showing that he is starting material, but P.J. Walker, who we've already established, has a relationship with Matt Rule, and Matt Rule has no problem showing favoritism to the people that he has actually experienced and been a part of in their lives. Um, or if he sees something special in Will, Will Greer. We, I mean, we have so many moving parts to this. Right now, they have nothing to set in stone. I really don't think so. But I don't think it's ready to – I'm not ready to throw the book out on Will Greer. I think Will Greer is a bust. And here's why I'm going to say this. And it's not me trying to dump on him. And maybe it's where he's picked at. I think he's a bust for why he was picked. And the reason yeah. I say why is that I think he was picked as a guy that had potential ceiling but really had less like had less floor. Like yeah, a yeah. higher floor. So it was like, oh, this is a guy that is safe. It's a safe backup. Yeah, is and, and what I think here is that the staff that the Carolina Panthers have brought in, they go and get their guy, rule has coached this guy in the past. And when you look at Walker, he looks raw, but he has I won't say intangibles. It's not like just intangible. He has arm talent. He has in the video wherewithal. He has all of the a couple of things that do come up to be a kind of it factor. I would say that his ceiling is remarkably higher than a Will Groom. Now, that's me making these statements on a very limited data set when it comes to Will Greer. So I hate to shit on a guy that I don't know. So I don't want to tell you what he can't be. But I tell you one thing is that I would be more excited for a P.J. Walker and more optimistic than that as I just think they drafted a backup. And Will Greer. And I don't even know if he's really a backup. We don't even know. And he's older, right? He's not young. He's like 26 no. already. I heard somebody said talking shit about him having growth hormones in college. I don't know. Is I don't think... I think by bringing in Walker and his success in the XF... What is it? The AF, AAF or XFL? XFL. Um, XFL for P.J. Walker, yeah. Yeah. Is I think that... that kind of fits the coaching model more is you know what yeah as i think and maybe it's not joe brady's coaching model but the idea is this is that we don't need perfect players we need players that can be yeah that are athletic and do certain things really well i don't need a perfect player i don't need a peyton manning every time that i don't need that to win a game you give me a guy who has movement in the pocket can throw this or throw that and we'll work with it, and we'll do the other things. with. And I think Will Greer is kind of like, oh, he doesn't do anything bad, but he doesn't do anything great either. Yeah. No, and that's uh, – I mean, we, we saw him do bad, but, again, that was in one of the worst situations to be thrown in as a rookie who's never started an NFL game. Let's go ahead and throw On you to the, the Wolves. With some of the best, arguably the shittiest team in the NFL at the time. Yeah, exactly. Well, shittiest defense for sure, you know, when right. you look at the numbers. Um, but even outside of that, uh, look at the teams that they threw him up against. It wasn't like New Orleans Saints. I mean, come on now. I mean, you're not throwing him into a situation where he is playing against, you know, um, bottom of the barrel teams. So, I mean, you're already putting him in a really tough position. So uh, I think somebody had talked about it. And, 
you know, and and we kind of shrugged it off. It's like, ah, he's an NFL player. He's got to be able to do these types of things and whatnot. But, you know, if, if there was one thing that's going to shake somebody's confidence is having to having a game like that to start out your career. You know? All right. It's the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com. The number's 252-228-5098. We're here every Tuesday night live at 9 p.m. And uh, that's about it for tonight, CK. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's just ice some fools up, and um, I, don't, I don't have any good. My my ice up goes to life and my family. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, is that uh, there's an idea among, look, we've had some bumps and bruises with my kids and my, you know, just things in life. Yeah, but we kind of get. I I'm gonna ice up myself a little in in my family on this, and that is that sometimes I feel like I'm surprised that we have bumps and bruises. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, but you know, life is is it's like riding a bike. Is that to or whatever you're tr- gonna learn to do is to think that it's not gonna come without its bumps and bruises and scrapes mm-hmm. is naive yeah. in its own way. I feel like a child in that case, but. Don't be jerks, folks. And don't be jerks to the people you love the most. And that's who we tend to be the jerkiest of jerks, too, is the people that we know will get a, we can get away with it. And, look, yeah. there's nothing major going on with my kids or my family. It's just little shit. Like, I was, I made my kid write an apology letter to another kid today, and, he, and he's like a nerd. My kids, like, don't have an aggressive bone, but, like, I'm making them mail it. And it's just for being a jerk in life. So don't be a jerk. So ice yeah. up to that. CK, yeah. what you ice got up for to people who, who let their emotions roll over to the, the people that don't deserve it. Yep, exactly. And the people we love the most a lot of times. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, mine is going to go, uh, it's going to be oriented in my state in Virginia. Um, on Friday, they're mandating everybody wear masks out in public. Um, like making it an order. Yeah. Making it an order. Go- Governor Northern is, he basically said earlier in the week, he said, I'm going to go to the beach. And if I see people not doing what they're supposed to be doing, you know, social distancing, wearing masks, things like that. Why are you gonna wear going to wear a mask on the beach, homie? Uh, he he basically was saying that like he was if he he's going to then order for the masks to be worn. Dude went to the beach with no mask and not practicing social distancing at all. Like he was doing selfies with people, like like basically within a, a, a half a foot of some people. Okay, like video everything, Just idiotic. And then he just he has the gall this today to actually come out with the order. I said, number one, he has no way. Oh, you mean the governor him. was doing that? The governor Northern, oh, yeah. Oh, so it wasn't just some rant. All right, all right so he went to the beach. Didn't... He went to the beach, and his 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 reason for doing it was he wanted to make sure people were doing what they were supposed to be doing. And if they weren't, he was going to mandate that but we all But then he made it a hat. political tour. Yeah, and then he made it a political tour. He was photographing with people and... And all of that, but which, in my opinion, made it even 10 times worse because the backlash he has received is outrageous. But he came out today. He made the order. Um, again, I'm not saying that this is not a serious situation, but to try to tell me that you have to, I have to wear a mask in order to be out in public is not an enforceable rule. 
It is not something that it goes against our rights from the Constitution. Um, and so I will refuse to do it just off the principle of that. He did Don't say be today, one of those people that goes into a store, though, and makes a big Karen moment. No, uh, about no, it. no, oh no, not at all. Not Have at you all. seen those it's people that fake like that. cough? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be. But no, it's it, it's just a matter of he, he admitted today. He was like, we have no way of enforcing this. Um, this is mainly going to be giving businesses the right to refuse service to people who don't wear masks. Okay, so you're not like, like a segregationist at that point. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I want to ice so, up people too who wear masks in their car by themselves. Yeah, <laughs> that is kind of hilarious. I kind of ice that it. up. It's like y'all don't know what these things do, right? Like, is yeah. that if you were on the beach by yourself, wearing a mask does not help anybody. No. No, <laughs> the earth, not. you, absolutely nothing. Not. It doesn't now, do anything to, except for the mask. To that company. same note, to that same note, those kids in the Ogar Ozarks are idiots. Did you They're twenty-year-olds, man. That's what you do. They're saying this. Fuck it. They're like this. Think. They're like they are COVID truthers, bro. They're not even. Yeah, they it, are kind of yeah. idiots, yes, but they're also like. What do you expect from real them? evolution? You're supposed to That's be evolution, that point, right? That's evolution. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, and, and and to be like I said on that point, you'd be lucky if you don't come is, back. They're not with even chlamydia. There is, there is no effort whatsoever in trying to do social distancing when you're looking at that. Like there is not even a single effort. I understand maybe keeping your clique of people and then like hanging out with them and then maintaining distance from other people. Okay. Right, I get that. Right. But this was an entire lake. By the way, the Ozark Lakes are huge. Yeah. Right. Watch the show. It's huge. Yeah. Exactly. And so there is Party Cove. I get that. That's probably where they were at. But you have a lot of area to be able to spread out. You don't need to be within a foot. Like I, they were within a half a CK, foot of every single CK, person. Okay, you're missing the point here. Is that they have got a better chance of coming back with gonorrhea or chlamydia than they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I would not want to swim in that lake after that party. I'll tell you. Oh, all right. So, uh, Governor of Virginia. Ice up, Northam. All right. Uh, C3 Panthers podcast at cat underscore chronicles. Um, you can catch us every Tuesday night. Tell a friend about the show. CK, um, you want to play some video games? I do. What? I absolutely do. I thought Where could they ask. watch you do this at? Maybe not tonight, um, but just say if they want yeah, to watch yeah. it. I, to, I, I do stream in the mornings on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then Thursday and Friday nights, and then Saturday and Sunday might be a wild card. I don't know. We'll find out a good schedule for those days. Um, but you can find me on Twitch at Codizzle underscore Allen, um, as is in my uh, comment on the YouTube page. Hey. Hey, hey. Um, you can find me there. You can find me at the YouTube page there as well. I'm going to be starting to put more clips up of my gameplay and the reactions and whatnot. Um, did you like that one? Oh, we should play it right now. You want me to play it real quick? Sure. What was what's it? What's the title of it again? Let's see. Um, I can't even remember. I'll just look up the channel. <laughs> it is talk about what you, what goes down while I pull it up. So essentially, my my goal with some of these are to. Um, use my my voice the in a world to try to get these people to react. Um, I did have one gentleman react in a very uh, amusing way, and uh, and so we went and and I tried to do my uh, my my best at video editing this and trying to get everything to to work dramatically and whatnot. But 
Um, right. It's my first go of it, so don't be judgmental. All right, I got you right here. Yeah. Let's see. Teammates in the gulag. They survive. They can redeploy. Come on, man. I'm not gonna go to sleep till I get a dub. We need to do this. Well, you might be oh, shoot, awake right, for days. Oh, shit. I get a dump a day. Thank you very much. Alright. You might be awake for days. Go check out that for uh, stuff. It's always. I think you should do this. If I was going to be the producer of your channel. Yeah. Is that I know we've played a lot and some streams and stuff, so people know it's kind of. I think you should do every day you should do one game with randoms yeah where you drop it where it's just yeah. like you well, the, the you don't talk until you just say it and you wait yeah. well, you're a non-micer until that moment and, but the problem with that is the odds of you getting an actual team with mics now especially early in the morning are pretty slim really? so it's really hard to get wow. that um together like that, that, that was a morning guy. That was a morning stream when that guy did that. He had been and up for days already. He, he had, he had, think, he was still up from, he hasn't gone, to, he hadn't gone to bed yet. And I was starting to stream at about 8 30 in the morning. So this guy was still up after playing Warzone all night. And so, like, that's, that's what I end up having to hope for is getting a guy who's delirious like that. Um, because I mean, later on, there was even a part where, you know, I said, get the other person. I don't deserve to be re revived, but I did it in my voice, and he just started busting out laughing. And then he did a callback to the the other other uh, part where I said, you might be awake for days. We, it just worked out really well. We're going to do this is on those night broadcasts where you're not yep. streaming, you do that with one random, and then we make a compilation. Not we. You make a compilation yeah. video. Mm -hmm. be great. All right. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. All right, C3 Panthers podcast. We'll check you out next Tuesday night. Later, homies. Peace out. <laughs> All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.